what is up everyone welcome episode 22 meet the press sunday night we're back jared is having a rough last few minutes but he's here well it's just that first day back from vacation vibes you know i forgot i forgot yeah, Tyler's over here messing around with the computer. My bad. Um, My bad. I've been having some computer issues most of the day today, um, but you know, back in the swing of things, getting ready for football season to get going again. Yeah, I know. Um, camp starts in like what inside of two weeks? Is it August third around there uh, somewhere? Pretty sure Western starts within the next week, but they've got their oh in the next day. week. Okay. Yeah, conference media day is down in Arlington, Texas on Wednesday, so I'm taking off tomorrow morning after I do something over at Western for volleyball Ooh. and heading to Texas for a couple days. So we're Texas-bound? We may have Texas to do, Jared a, is gonna to do be a live back. show from Texas. We're going to have to do a live show from Texas. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have time for that because uh, after Media Day Wednesday, I will be getting in my car oh. and dri- driving straight because back for Western's Media Day uh, Thursday For morning. Western's yeah. Media Day. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm jumping right into busy season, man. All-nighters. Back at it, gas station food, those love truck stops in Arkansas. I hate those, but I stopped. Why? Why do you hate loves? They're just not. I mean, they're fine. They've got bathrooms. What do you want? What? They're not Bucky's I know we talked about this. Well, of course they're not, Jared. Like you know, world famous. I think they are actually. I think their bathrooms are loves. world famous at Loves. Loves for cleanliness. Yeah. I f- I feel like I'm I feel like I'm not making that up. I could be, but I don't think I, feel I like am. You've never been I in think, Arkansas okay. Loves bathroom on a Sunday evening. You don't know where I've been in Arkansas, dude. I can tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would love an Arkansas story right now. Pass. Arkansas, not just Arkansas loves, just all loves. Ooh, I should. Pro- I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look up loves bathrooms. So we're gonna um, continue on because now I'm kind of curious thunder? what what would pop up. Do you hear that thunder? So last Sunday, no. whenever we got done, um, I think I tweeted something about it. But like within the hour after we got done last week the tornado sirens and like things were going off at, at my house. It was that bad there. Yeah. it came out of nowhere. Like whenever we got done, like it was fine. Like I looked outside, it was great. And then I was putting, I was filling up my dishwasher and my phone started going off with like the tornado warning thing. Dang. It was, it came super fast. And now there's supposed to be another storm tonight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to rain all week. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Kind of miss those. To the rain? Yeah. It's been too daggum hot, man. Yeah. No, it really has. I'm I'm ready for fall. I'm ready to just jump into pumpkin spice season. I love pumpkin spice season, man. I'm 100% with you. Yeah. I've got... Like, there's a... Are you <laughs> every time what? I started my sentence, you started yours. So just go talk. There's there's a uh like a custard place here called Andy's. I think it's I think it's like a there's others that I've seen. It's not a local thing. 
like Andy's frozen custard. Have you ever seen one of those? Is that a thing? Uh, oh, you have? Okay. I maybe. I don't know. Probably. Okay. Probably not. You, you're I mean, aware of frozen custard. You know what that is. Yes. Yeah. And and like around fall, they always have like a like a pumpkin pie like custard or like Dairy Queen. That's always good. Yeah. I just love a nice PSL. That pumpkin spice latte. It just hits different. Are you a chai always, person? Do you like chai? Uh, I'm not a big chai person. See, I I'm like chai. Like I'm a... Coffee, like I like just plain coffee. Like I don't, I don't get really creative outside of pumpkin spice season. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to drop there. I thought you were going to drop a um, potential sponsorship opportunity with Alan's coffee brandy. With Alan's coffee brandy, yeah. It, Which again, I know we've talked about it, us. but I've had it. Yeah, you tried it. What did you think? It's good. It's super. Um, it's got more of a bite than I thought, but like it was good. Like yeah. you said, like you're like you're gonna drink it, and you're gonna feel it all over your body. And I'm like, well, alcohol, and I did, and like all the way to the extremities. Yeah. Like it was good. Like when I'm like home in the winter, I'll mix some into a like a thing of coffee if I go out and shovel. Keep you nice and warm. Those main winters yeah, get brutal, shovel. man. Well, it's a that. <laughs> well, that's like a yeah, twice I weekly thing. Yeah, I could see. I could <laughs> see main winters being rough. What's it like a normal winter for you? Like, did you? What did it take for you to get out of school on a snow day, like growing up? Oh, well. Because I'm assuming you walked. No. No, everything is too spaced out there, man. That's a good point. That's a good point. You you drive everywhere. Um, You've lived in Kentucky, so you see what shuts down a school for a week here in terms of Yeah, yeah. And I got family in Michigan, and I hear that all the time. Yeah, one to two inches, school shut down for a week. That would yeah. not even give us a delay. Um, right, I like can see that, yeah. Six, six plus inches is when you start probably talking. I'd say, you know, three to four, you might get a, a delay. <laughs> it's, like That's when you get a little bit like... So, like, as a kid, whenever you're going to bed the night before and the snow started to come down, at that point, you're like, this is some bullshit. Like, this is a tease. Like, it's not... Like, I'm going to wake up in the morning and it's going to be... Three, four inches. We're going to have just enough to, like, maybe. Yeah. Um, you, could, you couldn't bank down. on it like you do here. Like, I see yeah. schools here closing down, like, the day before. And then, right. you know, the kids nowadays, they have the automated texting systems where they get the notifications. Oh, yeah. We had to get up. It's better than a phone tree. The, the t- yeah, we had to get up and right. sit in front of the TV with the one channel that we got, one local channel, and watch it scroll across the bottom of the screen waiting for your school district and it always pops up as soon as you turn to do something else. And then you look or back, a commercial, you know, you just missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm looking for like in high school, like I'm looking for the ends. Like I'm, I'm ready. Like, all right, we're getting closer. And then it's like Malden Meadow Heights. Um, I don't know something else. Here's a message from our spot. And then it like comes back. Oh, here's Piedmont. I'm like, God, we're so close. Like, we just missed those other letters. And then like, you have to, like, go all the way back around. 
but yeah. Snow days are fun. I miss man. those snow days. Yeah, I miss snow days. It's it's kind of fun. I don't know. It like when I was a high school reporter and the schools were out for snow days, those kind of felt like snow days. I mean, I still had to work. Like I still had to put make sure that there was something in the paper that day, but I still felt like it was a little bit of a snow day. And that was always that was always fun for me. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Back in like the high school days, because colleges don't cancel or postpone, you know, at, not as much, really, not at all, really. And I haven't uh, had any like major troubles with travel with that kind of thing. Knock on wood, but you never know what could happen. So you, you say start with travel. So your season is kind of like ramping up, amping up, ramping up, whatever the word is. What's gonna be like? Because season football season starts in what, like three weeks is game one, like September thirteenth, twelfth, late around August. That time? Late August for oh, August. I'm sorry, August, not September. Football. August. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, late August. Um. So, like, what are you doing now? Like, so, like, everyone, because I know everyone thinks like, hey, games are, don't start for a while. What's he, like? I know you have prep work, you got preseason stuff. What are you working on right now? Uh, well, I'm getting ready to hop back into things. I did nothing for the last week because I was on vacation. Didn't really go anywhere, yeah, do course. anything. Just wanted to unwind. But I wanna, you know, I'm going to ask you what with, you cooked because I want I want to talk about what you cooked this week oh, in your off time. But yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um. No, it'll be you know these first couple of days getting into things with football. It's like general media day stuff. Like, oh, we had media day. This is what's happening. Conference USA media day will probably be. You know, something along the lines of three teams from the conference last year are gone. There's another six that are leaving at the end of the year. Some kind of shift in dynamics, still focused on winning it this year. Something along those lines. And then the next right, day, right, a general right. Western one. Then I'll get more into, you know, some player features or position previews. And I'll go yeah, back different storyline things. Yeah, take um, what the coaches said at media days and um, do some kind of, like, opponent preview for like a series, like go through Western schedule and every day, um, you know, look at each of their games, um, you know, based on what some of those opposing coaches or, or what Western's players and coaches had said, uh, you know, just that kind of thing. And then, you know, stuff pops up, quarterback battles, position battle, okay. you know, it's, it's just, there's always something. So I'm in, admittedly out of the following certain rules in college thing. What was the transfer thing that they did? Because I feel like this is something that the NCAA is like basically saying now you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I haven't looked too much into it. I just saw it. I tried to stay off Twitter as much as possible this past week, but I saw that's a good idea. One of the things that popped up, uh, yeah, was kind of they've got the one time free transfer now that they just you know, started within the last year or two, um, pretty much doing away with that and letting people transfer multiple times. Um, you know, I don't really see it changing things that drastically. Um, you know, probably football's the biggest one because basketball players, if most of the time, if they're that, you know, popular, that big of a star, they're very good and they'll go to the NBA. 
Um, right, right. Yeah, there's, they, there's can kind the, of a, they can do the plan. Yeah, they can do the one and done. Um, right, yeah, right, football, right. Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't think it'll be as big of a deal as some people are making it out to be. Because, I mean, you can still do the, the transfer and you can transfer as a grad transfer. Um, so, it, I, I think it's not a bad thing necessarily because everybody looks at it as it's these kids just going wherever the money is for the NIL but they don't see it right. from the other side of things. So, you know, a kid at a certain level, maybe not good enough to play there. He's got an opportunity to, you know, move closer to home or, or go to a smaller school or there's a lot of right, other right, factors right. that people don't consider that are probably more prevalent than the ones that people are worried about for this, for this specific situation. I, I get that. I, I do think a lot of times it's, it's the, the stigma of, Oh, he doesn't, or she doesn't want to work hard. Like they go here, there's someone else ahead of them on depth chart, farther up the bench, whatever. Like, oh, they don't want to work. That's well, back in my day, like kids used to work and, and whatever. Like, I feel like there are a lot of other extenuating circumstances that <clears throat> fans may not always care about. Yeah, because, and I mean, coaches, they're fans. Yeah, I mean, coaches can do it too. Like, and and people don't usually say as much about that, um, you know, more so with the head coaches. But I mean, you look at assistant coaches right. in college football, they move around quite a bit. You know, sometimes they're yeah, not even yeah. there for a, a season. Like, I know some that were hired like around bowl game time, the bowl season, or right after the season, maybe mm-hmm. go through spring ball and they're not even with the team after that so and coaches it's, can do it's it brutal man yeah it's that's what i'm saying I, I, was it wasn't it um wasn't it satterfield from louisville like last year whenever the train or maybe it was two years ago whenever the transfer stuff started up a little bit more he was like um basically like talking about loyalty like these kids are just here for four years um they don't care coaches are here for a long time basically everything that everyone thinks but you don't say it like basically like hey this isn't a a lifetime for me either like i'm under contract too just the same as one year contract as as they're under and i thought that was kind of funny i'm like man that's something that everybody thinks but that's just like something you don't say like it is yeah it is that kind of thing where, yeah, coaches may not have the best situation either. It may not work with a spouse. It may not work with an athletic director. It may not work with um, personnel, whatever. Like there are other circumstances there also. Yeah. But I, I, I just think I, – I saw a tweet the other day that was like they're cheating. Like it, it just opens up cheating or something and then now you're surprised but i don't know i i think mark emmert needs to be gone i think that's kind of like the first step in kind of like the new ncaa that's just i know that's a random thought but that's i think that would help because we are getting into a world of this isn't mark emmert the ncaa he grew up with like this is a completely different animal now I feel like sometimes you have to just let things settle out and people get used to them. 
I feel like people are so quick to, you know, jump the gun sometimes on things and feel like things automatically need change if it is that you? Yeah, it, I've been sometimes I've been known. I, I'm, I'm a patient person most of the time, so I feel like that's where we differ a little bit. Well, I mean, mind. I I did I did jokingly say earlier that you were the controversial one of the duo. Honestly, I have been more controversial than you so far on this. I'm the one that said bacon was overrated. Well, I don't. I mean, I, I don't think it's a pretty controversial take. I don't think controversial is the word, but if we can, I think there's an, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Accurate, asinine, maybe. Accurate. I don't. It's funny we both went <laughs> a words, but we just went the complete different way. Um. I don't know. I think it's a nice balance. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, oh, I agree. Speaking of football, speaking of football, did you see uh, the XFL put out their eight cities? Mm-hmm. I sure did. Did, did you? I'm going to read the cities anyway, but I'll, we're going to pick them and we're going to see if you can go two for two in new football or. I don't know how football I wanted leagues. to word it. <laughs> if football Not, leagues that have failed in the past and keep coming back. And yeah, maybe that I was <laughs> gonna say I was gonna say uh defunct football leagues, but I'm like, no, they're actually here. Like funked or no longer defunct football leagues. Um so we have eight teams as of now. As of now, yes, for the twenty twenty three season because it's next year. So it, there could obviously be some, I guess, added. Um Arlington. Texas, Houston, Orlando, Vegas, San Antonio, Seattle, St. Louis, Washington, D.C. The league drops New York, L.A., and Tampa Bay. Travel is going to suck. Yeah. I mean, for an eight-team league, some of those seem a little random. But but I don't necessarily think – it's all bad. Washington, D.C. is the one that sticks out as the weirdest for me. Um, you know, people might say Arlington, but that's in that whole Dallas-Fort Worth area. And, I mean, that's yeah, where the Cowboys play. Yeah, Arlington is where the Cowboys play. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it makes a lot of sense to me. It's where the Rangers play, too, wasn't it, at one time? Because it was ballpark at Arlington? Yeah, that's where they still play there. They're right near each other. Oh, they still play that's there? Where I'll, that's, yeah, that's where I'll be next week. That's where they're having conference to the same media day. Oh, you have to yeah, send me they hold the, the Yeah, they hold the football media day at a baseball stadium. They hold the basketball conference tournament at a football stadium. And they say Texas have it together. <laughs> um, all right. So who who are you leaning toward? You already talked smack on DC, so I don't think you're going to take DC. Um, initial thoughts are again, we don't know Antonio, what the mascots are. We don't know what the mascots right. are either. That that could change the answer. But cities alone, I think San Antonio could have a good following or a good, you know, a, a good chance of being a successful football city. Okay, so you know what we're going to do. You want my right reasoning? Now. Sure. Okay. So UTSA, 
It's a fairly new uh-huh. football. Roadrunners. Roadrunners, yeah. yes. Um, Roadrunners. And, and it picked up a ton of steam these last two years. Very good conference USA champions this year. Making the move to the AAC, you know, they already play in the Alamo Dome, so it's a, a, a very good football facility. No NFL market there. So I think football is picking up there quite a bit. I believe it's the seventh most populated city in America as well. So there's plenty of room to, you know, get fans there for that. San Antonio is the seventh most populated city in America? I believe so. That I believe that's what I saw last year. Um, It's got to be like second in Texas then, right? Dallas has to be bigger. Dallas is bigger than San Antonio, right? I think Houston would be the biggest. But, oh, maybe Houston. Okay. Yeah, I Houston's don't know. I'm, I'm, the biggest, I don't. But okay, Houston's the biggest. Okay, according to a very quick Google search, Houston would be the fourth largest in the country. And I don't. This says by 2022, and San Antonio is number seven. Dallas would be number nine. But I don't Whoa, know if that includes okay. da- Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth. You know the big, the Frisco, big three are Arlington. LA, Chicago, New York, right? Those are the first three. <laughs> New York, LA, Chicago. Yeah. Okay. New York, LA, Chicago. <laughs> Honestly, I just really like San Antonio too. I think it's a really cool city. So I, I went there when I was super. I was probably thirteen. Um, we we saw the Alamo. Um, we went to the it? Riverwalk. No, honestly, not very much. It wasn't impressive. It's like, underwhelming. It's not, a, it's not a. It's not a huge um, fixture. It, it's, like you, like it, you hear about the Alamo, and you're like, it's not. Yeah, it's just kind of there. Um, it's there. If I, I was going to make a basement joke, but would that have landed with you? I guess not. Okay, disregard, disregard. It's not a big deal. Well, no, I'm confused. Um, okay, so um, there's. So, have you ever heard of like Pee Wee Herman? Have you ever heard of Pee Wee Herman? I have heard of Pee Wee Herman. Okay, so they're like the the one of the movies was um, he lost his bike or he got his bike stolen, and that was one of the possibilities that of where his bike ended up was in the basement of the Alamo, and that was the thing is he got down there and he goes, and then like there is no basement. Yeah, no, that would have gone way over my head. No, I figured I figured it it did. Yeah. But no, I, I agree. It was pretty underwhelming from Yeah. What everybody talks about. I really like the river walk though. Ten out of ten. Yeah, it was back. it was nice. So did what would a, okay. Did, did you see that Chris Vanini of the Athletic put out who the head coaches would be for these teams? Oh no, I didn't. Who are those? Go go who uh, no, drop those. This is what he says. I I don't know if it's all official or anything yet. Uh, said uh-huh. Arlington would be Bob Stoops, Houston would be Wade Phillips, Orlando Terrell Buckley, Vegas Rod Woodson, San Antonio Heinz Ward, Seattle Jim Hazlitt, St. Louis uh, Anthony Beck, Washington D.C. Reggie Barlow. That would be fun. Jim Hazlitt. When was the last time Jim Hazlitt coached? I don't know. I don't. The Heinz Ward one kind of surprised me, though. Um, I was a big Heinz Ward fan growing up because I, I really liked the Steelers. I just – did you drop a ping pong ball? 
I did. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how much coaching experience Heinz Ward has. Uh, I was a big fan of him, um, you know, growing up, playing for the Steelers. But I think he was at FAU the last couple of years. And I think he only got promoted to being a, like a receivers coach with like at the tail end of last season when they were struggling oh. terribly on offense. Uh, Jim Hazlitt coached with the Titans in 2020-2021. Did you pick a team? But like he, No, I didn't. But what we're going to do is so I so we're gonna pick teams, and then we're gonna pick out what like our dream mascot for that team would be. Huh. Okay. I mean, like we can work it out together, I guess. So, like, are you gonna yeah. go San Antonio? Okay. Um, yeah. I might need to think about that for a while, though. I, I would imagine St. Louis would be your team. I see you as being a hometown kind of guy. Man, I thought about it, but I, I'm a big Pacific Northwest fan. So maybe maybe Seattle. I wonder if they should call them the Seahawks. I just feel like that would be a good name. I think it's a little bit catchy. <laughs> could probably get a good fan base, you know. They could come up with something creative. They sound like fans, a team like, that would Like wouldn't... the 12th man. They sound like a team that wouldn't run the ball at the goal line. They just sound like they kind of like the way you're pitching it. They sound like they would try I, to throw no, a I, pass I think, from the one. Yeah, yeah, but only if time was expiring in the XFL championship. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What about the San Antonio Man. Pitmasters? See, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, dude, I, if I if I pick St. Louis, I would literally do like the St. Louis toasted raviolis. Like, I'm not even fronting. That's what I would pick. Why don't they let us pick these names? I don't know. The Arlington. No. I want to go through the whole all of them now. Like, I'm already in the mood. Arlington. What's in Arlington? It's like the Dallas Arling, area. So it, it's the like Arlington. Cowboys. Ar armadillos? There's probably armadillos there. Yep. Houston. I like alliteration, so everything I would pick would be like a Houston. Wait, who is the rapper from Houston? Because that's where I would go with it. Gotta be honest, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not good with like where it's Paul Wall. It's Paul Wall. I would be the Houston Paul Walls. Yeah, I could see that because you were a Houston Gamblers fan too. Oh, that's right. I was. <laughs> R. Still am. Still USFL am. still going good. strong. Yeah. <laughs> They haven't been uh, defunct yet. Um, Orlando, I don't know, man. Like, make gotta be honest. When I, I hear feel like that's it. Yeah, the castles. The Orlando yeah. castles. 
I feel like Vegas is like Las Vegas. Ooh, uh, well, I was gonna say Vixens, but that I don't really think that would work. For here. A football team? Yeah. Yeah. No. I just thought B. Yeah. No. Okay. Naming teams is harder than I thought. It is. It's a lot harder than I thought it was. Yeah. I feel like if I knew the history of these cities more than I do, it would be a lot easier. Okay, well, I'm just going to tell you then, the St. Louis Toasted Raviolis are spot on. Boom. And also, Archie, right. like St. Louis not having a Division One football team, they missed the hell out on Archie Manning. Arch Manning, I'm sorry. Because there's an arch there. You think there would be an NIL deal with an arch? I mean... There's literally NIL deals with everything. But yeah, I would sure. pick the St. I'm going to pick the St. Louis Toasted Raviolis. That's my team. And I'm going to, going to call them that. We'll see if that's what comes up as their mascot. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about change. You know, the change in the NCAA transfer rules, changes in the XFL, new cities, cities right. not being in the XFL. And it kind of brings me back to a question you asked me earlier this week and that uh -huh. I've been kind of pondering. If I could change one sports moment in the history of sports moments, what would it be? But now I will I'm say curious what yours is before I say mine. One of my friends posed this question to me a couple weeks ago and it has been on my mind. I don't, I don't know. I don't know because like my obvious thought would be or like people just assume since I'm a Bills fan, like one of the four lost Super Bowls in a row, but I was born in 90, so I don't care. That doesn't bother me at all. Um, because recent history is a thing, um, I would honestly probably pick the, the um, Bills-Chiefs game. What about it specifically? Um, I was just not not losing. There were twelve seconds. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I didn't want to. I don't want to lose. <laughs> it's very yeah. Like I don't care. Specific. I don't. I know. I just. I want to change the outcome. I don't want to lose. Like I. 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 I think just because. And again, that wouldn't have given the Bills a Super Bowl. That would have just put them in the AFC Championship um, against the Bengals. But I think that was. If the Bills don't win a Super I've said before, I think the Bills win at least one Super Bowl in the next five years. But if they don't win a Super Bowl in the next five years, I think last year may be like one of the closest chances they had. I feel like that's some recency bias in there too. Well, and of course it is. But, well, what is yeah. yours? If you, I, I, sw See, I, I swear, Jared – if you tell me yours was like a month ago, I'm going to drive down to Bowling <laughs> I swear. So, you I, was, <laughs> I was at, I was at a Paul Walker golf course here in Bowling Green. It's <laughs> amateur. <laughs> no. Um, I didn't really have one that I was like super passionate about. Um, because for me, it wasn't like a lot of times win or loss that, game decided you know I, I could say like the 
Um, do you remember it was a Green Bay and Seattle when, like, the refs, um, you know, you had one rule the touchdown and one say it was incomplete? I mean, I feel like it happens play. a lot, but. Yeah. But, like, it was. <laughs> it was it was a big deal at the time. I've got no connection to this. The first thing that comes to my mind, and it didn't really have that big of an impact on the game. Do you remember in 2010, uh, Armando Galarraga's near-perfect game? Oh, man, yeah. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a super and good one. I, I mean, I don't care about either of those teams. I'm not a Tigers yeah. fan or anything, not an Armando Galarraga fan. I don't know what he's doing, where he is right now. If I did, that would be kind of creepy, first of all. But I don't know. It was just, you know, it, it didn't really impact the outcome of the game. And, you know, the umpire, it sounded like he was apologetic. And, you know, it, I'm, I'm not, I, I understand that there's officiating, you know, mistakes in games. Right. So it doesn't really bother me as much. But I think it was just the, the situation and how they both handled it. Is, is, why that, I is that what that you're? One. Is that what you're picking? Is that one? I think so because I can't think of anything else right now. That's a I good probably one. Probably will as soon as we end this. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably gonna have some more now that I think about it. Because I do really have some that are that. like that are like personal bias. Um, yeah. like Kentucky losing to Wisconsin in 2015. In the final four, that that was bad. That wasn't fun. Um, what about Kentucky losing to St. Peter's? That didn't bother me. I honestly didn't care. Yeah, I've I've gotten more. I don't know if cynical is the word because I'm that anyway. But um, I've just become kind of more immune to Kentucky, I guess. Like, I yeah. know I'm going to be disappointed. It was just a loud bang <laughs> or crash or something. <laughs> so, it, sorry, it jumped me a little bit. Oh, I do have another one. It was. Okay, we'll it might have been 2016. It might have been 2017. It might have been. Okay. I think it was one of those two. Don't remember exactly. I was at a UK football game, media, and in the last five minutes, you could go down to the field and stand along the sidelines before post-game. Um, and I did that. Kentucky was playing Vanderbilt night game. Vanderbilt was driving, you know, towards the end zone. They didn't end up scoring, but there was one play. It was a pass that was incomplete. And the ball was coming towards me. I was holding a folder in my right arm, my, my dominant arm, uh, just to preface this. The ball bounced in front of me, bounced up to me, and I could not make the catch. It, like, hit off my arm and, and bounced out. So embarrassed. But I did have a folder in my arm. Didn't spill anything in the folder, so. But you say you say you had a folder in your right arm, though, but you catch things with your left hand, bro. Only baseballs. <laughs> Only baseballs? I'm sorry. <laughs> Just the shape of the... Well, other things you can use two hands to catch. So, Mr. Everything that you say has makes total sense. Who would be your prize pick of the week? I have mine. 
Do you have what yours? Are you first this week? I, yeah, yeah, I haven't thought about it. It's Juan all. Soto. I want Juan Soto on the Cardinals. Gosh, you so said that bad, so it drives bad. me crazy. I know. I'm sorry. Um, Juan Soto is super good at baseball. He's only hit like 250 this year, but he's like 23 years old, and yeah. he's easily one of the best hitters in baseball currently. Um, and the Cardinals had three hits today, um, two by Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, both of those were home runs, and then Albert Pujols hit a single, and that was literally it because they cannot hit at all. I'm sorry, was that not long enough? Yeah, you go back. There was complete like <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. I really thought you were gonna drop it. That's what she said on me. I really thought that's what you were gonna do. Uh, no, this is a family friendly podcast. It's not. We have not. No, we have not. not yet had to. We've not yet had to check off the. This is I haven't done it yet. I haven't hit the explicit friend. button yet. I probably should though. Sometimes. Who's who? So who is it? Who is it? Can I give it to myself for taking a week off and smoking a great pork butt? Oh, on a twenty-five dollar yeah, charcoal cook? grill. Yeah, what'd you cook this week? I, you can be your uh, prize pick of the week. Yeah the the beginning of the week. It's been a long week. I'm not used to taking weeks off. So, I know it's weird. Yeah, I'm giving my, my prize pick of the week to the pork butt I smoked. Um, I don't good. have like a fancy smoker or anything. Yeah, I've got a $25 charcoal grill <laughs> and I had some hickory, hickory chunks in there, some pecan, and just let it go for like 12, 13 hours. I don't know how long. It was until it was done. How long did, you, was, watch? did you watch it? It was whole solid. Time? Pretty much because it was a. $25 charcoal grill. It's not one of those <laughs> right, you decided to make type sure. in the Yeah, no, I, it was it was made with, you know, a, a nice rub of, you know, salt, pepper and love. And I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say it was made with a nice rub of love. You met you missed an opportunity there. Hey, you should make your own seasoning. Isn't that what everybody in the barbecue I'll, game does? Not everybody. Oh. I feel like the people that yeah. are like striving to be famous and do that. But I mean, like, but in a lot of Texas barbecue, it's like salt and pepper. I know. Maybe that's what they always powder. say. Yeah. It is. It's just salt, pepper, and smoke. And it's. Well, like, literally, after we get very down, well executed. Across town to, my, to my buddy's house because he got a new smoker today, and I'm going to go. Try what he has made today. I don't blame you. I'm probably gonna have some more pulled pork when I get off this day. Well, Jared, you go have your pulled pork. We thank everyone for hopping on with us this week. We will see you all next Sunday.